0: On episode 434 of Nintendo Switchcraft, congrats to Smash Brothers. Pokemon model controversies, Shovel Knight is imminent, those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hi, this is Julian Sharp, drinking a cup of tea in sunny England, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Back to switchcraft switchcraft is brought to you every monday wednesday friday and saturday if you want to tune in live you absolutely can over at twitch.tv slash run stomp this episode of switchcraft is made possible by patrons like mario b uh, maybe that mario but we really don't know Get Switchcraft and my other content ad free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at Patreon.com/slash Run Jump Stomp and don't forget you can leave a voicemail just like uh, you heard at the top of the show by heading to Run Jump slash voicemail from any device and I may even play it on the show. With that being said, I uh, apologize for not having a show on Wednesday. Something came up that required my attention, so I had to cancel. But uh, that means that we get to talk about a little bit extra today. So. I'm going to try and keep today's episode to 30 minutes or less. If that doesn't happen, now you know why. Let's get started. Let's talk about, first, the Golden Joystick Awards. I don't know why I just clicked on that. I already opened up all of these windows. Uh, the Golden Joystick Awards. It says here, it's a knockout. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is your winner for the Golden Joystick Awards Nintendo Game of the Year. Notice that's the Nintendo Game of the Year, not the Game of the Year. This is the Nintendo Game of the Year. So uh, there's going to be more stuff uh, coming from the Golden Joystick Awards. This is something that we cover every year. We talk about that stuff. Um, How do you feel about Smash Brothers winning the um, the Nintendo Game of the Year this year? I know that the game came out last year, but it came out too late to be eligible for the Golden Joysticks last year. But I know that there's a lot of people who have really kind of been pulling for Luigi's Mansion to get Game of the Year, which I really need to get back to. Excuse me, I've been so swamped, I haven't been able to play much of it lately. But I'm kind of getting more into that game. It's really, really fun, really well made. And uh, the boss fights are fantastic. So I'm not sure how I feel. Now, obviously, this is an incredibly popular game. Nintendo has been talking about how many... Uh, digital sales that they've been getting, and it's just been flying off the shelves as well. I, I think that this game earned it. I think that uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, while uh, it's been out for a while, and a lot of people are tending to forget about it now, I think it deserves a win, and uh, it is a really fantastic game. Even if you're not a huge fan of fighting games, like this is a this is the this is the fighting game that is good for fighting game fans and good for non-fighting game fans, and as far as I'm concerned, I know that it's called Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. It is the ultimate version of Smash Brothers. It is incredibly fun. I like it better than Brawl. I like it better than Melee, and I, of course, like it better than the original on the N64. They just, they nailed it. Oh, and I like it better than the one on the Wii U. I think they absolutely nailed it. It's it's such a wonderful game, and uh, it deserves the accolades, that it is getting. Uh, here's a tweet that uh, I'm excited about. Now we we're gonna have to wait a while before we get to actually experience this, but Minecraft Dungeons is going to come out next year. It's coming to the Nintendo Switch in April 2020, and I cannot wait to play this game. It just looks so fun. And I'm curious what you all think about Minecraft Dungeons. Is it a game that you're excited for? For those of you who don't know what Minecraft Dungeons is, it is essentially a top-down action RPG set in the Minecraft universe with the Minecraft style of um, like the graphic style. And it just looks incredibly fun. Like there's a lot of games coming out these days that are Diablo-style games, and I, for one, am excited for that. Um, We've got Darksiders... Is it Genesis, I think? Yeah, Darksiders Genesis is coming. Diablo 4 is on its way. We, of course, already have... uh, Not Pillars of Eternity. What's the... What's the game? Um, So, PoE is it's... um, uh, oh my gosh, Poe, what is it? Tw- uh, Twitch chat, please tell me what it is. Um, Divinity Original Sin doesn't isn't really that kind of game, Baxter, but it does have a same isometric view. And of course, Mister Tomatohead and Joelme twenty four in chat are letting me know it's Paths of Exile. That's another. That's like the Diablo two clone that is incredibly good with the very very scary. Um, uh, tech tree. So, like, <laughs> there's so many options when you open up your skill set and you're just like, I don't even know what to do. Um, and then we've got Torchlight 2, which recently came to the Nintendo Switch and w- runs really well on that system. So, we've got a lot of ARPG stuff that's coming down the pipe or uh, is already here. And if you like that kind of, of game at all, I think you've got a lot to be excited about. And I, I I'm going to be playing, um, Darksiders Genesis. When it comes to uh, Stadia, I'm going to play that on December 3rd. And probably by the time I'm sick of that game, um, that'll be when Minecraft Dungeons comes out. And I'll be picking that up. And this is one that I'll definitely be playing with my son. It looks like a lot of fun. Minecraft Dungeons looks awesome. I can't wait to play more of it. Uh, Vaxxer in chat says, never played Darksiders. Darksiders... Just so everybody knows, the Darksiders games are very different than what Darksiders Genesis is like. Darksiders are more often compared to a dark version of a traditional 3D Zelda game, where you play as one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and you you, you basically do Zelda-style things, but in this dark, gritty universe. And you know they're made for adults. It's not a it's not a game for kids. But uh, Dark Siders Genesis is very very different. It's not that kind of game. It's much more of an ARPG. And uh, for me, that appeals to me more because honestly, I'll be honest. If I want to play, if I want to play Zelda, I just want to play Breath of the Wild. I want I just want to play Zelda. I don't want to play a Zelda approximation. Although I, there's all, many people who have told me, well, like one of my best friends, Bravd, he has told me a million times that Darksiders is fantastic and I should play it. And uh, the first one has Mark Hamill voicing like this, uh, I don't know, this little demon that hangs out with you while you play the game. And he sounds like the Joker, which I love Mark Hamill as the Joker. So why am I not playing this? I don't really have a reason other than I've got too much to play anyway. All right, let's talk about uh, I want to talk about Pokemon because there's a lot of people right now who are irritated about Pokemon. And, well, first off, there, we don't have a very many review scores yet. A lot of publications are holding back their review scores until the servers get turned on and you can start interacting with the online portion of the game. So if you're wondering why the game is is out today... And not very many people or not many, very many publications actually have numbered scores out. That's the reason. Now, as far as I'm concerned, numbered scores are not important. You can read the rest of the review and see exactly what they think of it, and you can make a decision based on that. So I'm sure that I'm gonna get this question, Bill. Did you get sword or did you get shield? And the answer is I didn't get either and it's not because I'm not going to play the game. It's because I, I think we're saving it here for Christmas. Uh, we're pretty close to Christmas. My son wants Pokemon for Christmas. Uh, he and I have, for the past few years, we've, we we always get the Pokemon games and then we we share them, you know? Uh, well, we don't really share them. He gets one, I get the other, and he always gets to pick whichever one he wants, and then I get the one that he didn't want. And then we sit down on the couch next to each other and catch Pokemon and trade them back and forth. And it's fun. And we're going to wait for Christmas because Christmas is coming. And my wife always tells me that she doesn't know what to get me anyway. So it makes perfect sense for us to wait. So that's why I don't have Pokemon yet. And I can't tell you what I think of it yet um, I I think I'm going to wait until Christmas time. Now, my wife is super cool. And she said, you know, if you want to go ahead and get it. But I think I'm going to wait. I've got so much to play anyway and not enough time to do it. So that's why I'm not playing Pokemon. Not that I give out numbered scores anyway. I don't believe in numbered scores. I think numbers on, on, uh, on video game reviews are overall a bad thing for the industry. That's just how I feel about it. I know that there are a lot of publications that feel the same way that I do, but they really don't have a choice because if they don't give a number score, then, you know, I, I, I think that they get pressured from their, their audience to give numbered scores because people don't want to be bothered to read the reviews. Now, the reason that I want to talk about uh, Pokemon is because we've got some weird very weird, um, weird news in Pokemon. So if we go back to July, there was this this article in Newsweek, and this article said, Game Freak confirms models in Pokemon Sword and Shield aren't reused. And so what they're basically saying is, look, we're we're remaking our models from the ground up. And we talked about this before. The game came out, uh, or actually comes out on the 17th? Gosh, I thought it was out today for some reason. I think I think other people were talking about it. Um, but anyway, they're saying that these models are not reused. Well, then, uh, here on Reddit, there was a user, MindWeb125, who posted... Uh, some data mining that came from. Okay, now, first off, this is 4chan, not the most reliable source. You know, I don't go to that website. Uh, but it says here that they've got the models and they've ripped them from. You know, Pokemon has been leaked out. It's out on the internet and people have leaked it and then people are downloading it and pirating it and playing it that way. And first off, if you like video games, don't pirate them. Because then that that developer doesn't get any money, and then they don't have money to make the next game. So pay for your games. But people who got it early, uh, they started ripping the models out and comparing them to older models in previous games. And if we look at Bulbasaur, now actually, I better go back, um... White is uh, the white model is in Sword and Shield, and the black is in Sun and Moon. And if we look, the white model here in is for Sword and Shield. The black model is for Sun and Moon. And for those of you who are just listening to the show, these models are identical. In fact, they did a triangle count, and it showed that the triangle count for Bulbasaur was five thousand three hundred seventy-two and and that's for Sun and Moon, and for Sword and Shield, it's 5,200, which is essentially the same. And if then we look at Noibat, I, I don't know the Pokemon names, I'm sorry, uh, but we have Noibat, white is Sword and Shield, uh, black is Sun and Moon, and then it looks like they put the two together over here on the right-hand side of the screen, and they look exactly the same and a lot of people are really really miffed about this and I I can understand why people are irritated by this and it's not and and honestly my reaction is who cares if they're the same models like it doesn't matter that much it's just is the game fun that's the question you always want to ask yourself when you're talking about a video game is is the game fun And if it's not fun, then don't play it. But if it's fun, then anything else about the game really doesn't matter. However, they had this whole controversy early this year, and now everything is starting to come together into the perfect storm of awfulness that uh, Game Freak is, I feel like, paying for. But... Earlier this year, they announced that they would not be having the National decks. Now, if you're not a Pokemon fan, then you might not know what the National decks is. The National decks is basically the complete Pokedex, which as you go around and you collect Pokemon, it goes into your decks. okay? It's kind of like a checklist. You have your little book of your checklist. Oh, I've got that one, check. I've got that one, check, Okay. And the Pokemon company said, all right, everybody, we're not going to bring the complete national decks into Sword and Moon, uh, not Sword and Moon, Sword and Shield, sorry. We're not going to bring that into that because we don't want to have to rebuild the models and reanimate the models for over a thousand Pokemon. And a lot of people said, "Well, okay, that's lame, but I understand." They also, excuse me, they also said we don't want to have to balance the competitive modes around that many Pokémon. And again, people said, "Okay, I don't like it, but I understand." Now, there were of course people who said, "I don't like it and I don't understand," and they, you know, they were very, very angry and very vocal about it. But I always felt like the Pokemon company made a pretty good point saying, hey, we can't remake all of this stuff. It's just too much work. So we're going to focus on a smaller set of Pokemon in this particular game. And then in future games, we will build that back out. So maybe the ones then from this game won't be in the next game. And uh, we're just going to change up how things are done. And people were very upset because that's not the way that those games had played before. Uh, Up until this point, every time you had got a new game in the series, all of your previous um, monsters that you caught came along with you, which was kind of cool. And people got attached to their collections. And I can understand why they would be irritated by this. But then it turns out that the models are exactly the same? I mean, really? That is not cool. Now, I mean, maybe it's just for a couple of them. Maybe they didn't need to update some of the models and they did need to update others. I don't know. I don't work at that company. I can't tell you. But what I can tell you is that people are very, very upset about this, about these models being reused not necessarily because they think that um, that they that it's bad that they reuse the models, but because they've got lied to. And I can understand that feeling. So if you are really irritated by that, then I can understand why you might want to cancel your pre-order or not play the game. Um But let's be honest, the game is still going to sell like crazy and people are still going to play it because it's Pokemon and its brand is basically too big to fail. I feel like at this point, Uh, all they have to do is make a game that is passable and it will sell like crazy. And it's just because it's so absolutely popular. There's there's really no no downside for them. They'll get some bad PR for a while and eventually people will forget about it and move on. And I think the Pokemon company is banking on enough people will forget about it and move on. More people will start playing and not care than people who will get mad enough that they won't forget about it and move on. I think that that's what they're they're banking on. All right. I told you some bad stuff about Pokemon. Now I'm going to tell you some good news. But before I do, we're going to thank a sponsor. So when we come back, all right, when we come back, you're going to hear some good news about Pokemon. Stick around. All right, we are back from our break. Thank you very much to our sponsors for helping us out. We've got a brand new piece of information about Pokemon Sword and Shield that I think is pretty awesome. I like it when companies think about streamlining the experience so that you don't feel like you've missed out on something. And I just saw this right before I started uh, started the stream. Uh, I saw this news uh, over on the the subreddit, this is found by Reddit user. I don't know how to say their name, but it's a Reddit user, and um, they posted this uh, this the screenshot of a tweet from at Series M, which I don't know who that is, but I believe that they are somebody who is data mining Pokemon. All right, they're a Pokemon data miner. And what they found is very, very interesting. They found that Pokemon Sword and Shield's code guarantees that any Pokemon that is too high level for you to catch cannot be shiny. And that is awesome. Now, for those of you who don't play Pokemon games, let me explain what this means. When you're playing Pokemon, you can catch, uh, you know, you're trying to catch, we'll say, a Pikachu. Pikachu. All right, because everybody knows who the hell Pikachu is. So you're trying to catch a Pikachu, and there is a slight chance that that Pikachu can have a slightly different model or a slightly different uh, texture to make them look different than a regular Pikachu. And those those Pokemon who have that slightly different coloration are called Shinies, and there's a shiny for every pokemon out there at least i think everyone i'm not a pokemon expert and i don't claim to be but i think almost i think every pokemon has a shiny maybe not like the the like the epic super crazy ones that you get at the end of the game or whatever but like the regular pokemon they all have shinies and the shinies are really hard to get that's one of the things about the game that's really fun is to go shiny hunting you uh keep cat you you try and keep your your catch count up to a certain amount and then once you get to a certain amount you try not to catch anything else except for that one type of uh, Pokemon and that increases your chance at getting a shiny then you use a lure and it increases your chance of getting a shiny and then when one pops you catch it and you're like hot damn, I caught the thing that I was looking for, let me add it to my collection, and it's fun, it's really fun, it's also kind of relaxing just to sit there and shiny hunt, at least I had fun doing it in Pokemon Let's Go. Now, what would be very irritating is if, let's say you are, because there is a random chance that any Pokemon just spawns as a shiny, and it could be really irritating for you to go into an area and find a Pokemon and then have that Pokemon be a shiny that you could not catch because your character is too level or you don't have enough gym badges or however the game works. Um, I don't know how the new Pokemon works because I'm not a Pokemon expert. I, I I play them casually with my son, all right? So this whole idea of going into and playing uh, Pokemon and seeing a shiny that you can't catch that would be kind of deflating. That can't happen according to this data miner. And I think that that's really cool. I like that, that uh, the Pokemon company went into uh, this and thought about this in order to make that um, that experience better. I think overall, that's a really good idea. And I applaud them for it. Uh, to Mr. Tomatohead, thank you very much for the 16 months of uh, Twitch Prime support uh, we're on a, f- a four-month streak. Thank you for, very much for that. And uh, thank you for playing Nintendo for, uh, for the raid. All right. Let's talk about one of my favorite games of all time. Can you guess what it is? I bet you can't. I'm g- Just think about it for a second. What game do you think I'm about to talk about? That's right. It's Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight is one of my favorite games of all time. It is incredibly well put together and Yacht Club Games just does a fantastic job with it. Now, when Yacht Club Games announced Shovel Knight, they made the they, they did it on Kickstarter and they raised a whole bunch of money and they had certain stretch goals. And those stretch goals, one of those stretch goals was you know, if we hit a certain amount, we're going to make a new playable character. And what they ended up doing is they hit that, they hit that goal they hit that goal 3 times so they had to make 3 new playable characters and they made these playable characters instead of just being lazy about it and skinning them to look like sho- or look different from shovel knight and still be able to play the same way they completely redesigned the game around the new way that those characters played we're talking about plague knight and specter knight and you know that is an amazing feat of game design that they were able to do. They were able to take these levels that they had made that were designed around Shovel Knight's mechanics and then flip them in order to make them work perfectly for Plague Knight and Specter Knight. And it was just amazing. They they did a great job. And I've been waiting for a really long time for the third DLC. It's called King Knight. Uh, and it, it will actually the the... The whole DLC is called uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, and we've been waiting for a long time for this, and now we finally have a release date. It is December 10th, 2019. We are going to get Shovel Knight, the King of Cards, and Shovel Knight Showdown. Now, if you don't know what Shovel Knight Showdown is, it is basically a two-person fighting game, kind of like Smash, but with the characters from Shovel Knight, which is just really really cool. Uh so those come out on December 10th and I am very excited. I can't wait for it. I'm going to I'm one this is a day one purchase for me. I I, I got to be honest. I don't remember. I don't remember if this comes with Shovel Knight that I already bought on the Nintendo Switch or if this is one that I have to buy. I know that the other two DLCs came with my Shovel Knight purchase on the Nintendo Switch, but I don't know if these if this new one comes with it because there's so much more to this one. I'm actually going to have to look that up and um uh, I will let you know. You know what? I have more things to talk about on the show. So if chat could look that up, that would be amazing. I should have looked that up before, but I didn't really think about it until, until just now. So if somebody in chat could look that up while we're waiting, that would be awesome. Uh, but Shovel Knight King of Cards, December 10th, day one purchase for me. It's going to be so much fun. And if you've never played Shovel Knight, you might be wondering what what is Shovel Knight and why do I care? Shovel Knight is a love letter to old 8-bit Nintendo games. It was designed as if it was running on an 8-bit Nintendo, but it plays on modern consoles. It's got wonderful, wonderful music. Some of the best chiptunes I've ever heard is uh, is, uh, from Shovel Knight. And uh, the controls are spot on. My son and I sat down, played multiplayer from the beginning of the game through the end. We had an absolute blast, went through the whole thing. And uh, then there was the DLC as well, which unfortunately didn't have multiplayer. But it's it's awesome. Uh, Playing Nintendo in, in chat is saying that Showdown is included with Treasure Trove and King of Cards 2. So I already have these. I don't even have to buy them again. Yay me. I'm excited. So now I'm even more excited. I got to make sure that Shovel Knight's reinstalled because uh, I upgraded my Nintendo Switch recently uh, to the new battery version, well, not new battery version, the one with the new chip that has the longer battery life, and I may not have installed Shovel Knight yet, so that's definitely something that I need to do. All right, we've got one more uh, story that I want to talk about before we get out of here, and we're coming up on the 30-minute mark, so I'm going to have to go fast. Atlas Entertainment, is it Atlas Entertainment or just Atlas? Uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Atlas is uh, the developers behind Shin, the, the Shin Megami Tensei series. Now, uh, this is a series that I've not played yet. Uh, I guess the, the theme of Shin Megami Tensei is you fight against demons, and then after you defeat a demon, you end up trying to, you have a conversation with that demon and you have to convince that demon to join your team. And then you've got a, a team of demons that are with you to go fight more demons, which I guess sounds pretty damn cool. Um, very, very uh, old school RPG-ish uh, style games from what I understand. And people have been wondering, is Shin Megami Tensei 5 still in development? And the answer is yes. Atlas recently confirmed that it's still in uh, in in development, and um, it's it's been a while. People are wondering if it's still coming, but apparently it is, and uh, people are exciting excited about it. The last time that the game was or that there was a game in the series was 2016, and um, you know people also. Uh, might not realize is that uh, Persona the Persona series is I guess intertwined with the Shin Megami Tensei stuff. I don't know much about it. They they just really aren't games that appeal to me. Or well, that's not true. They're not games that I've ever tried. So I I don't know anything about them. I will say this. Everybody always gives glowing reviews to the Shin Megami Tensei games. So, I should try Shin Megami Tensei five when it comes out, just so i can I can talk about it with some clarity. But it is still in development, and uh, they said it says here the publisher has made uh, I'm sorry, the first official comment the publisher has made in almost two years. Since its localization announcement, it also eases up some concerns that the title might be facing some difficulties with its development. However, it remains to be seen whether that is the case or not. Um, Since the developer and the publisher, Atlas, has been deafeningly silent with regards to the state of the game's development, with full development believed to have started in early 2018, new information of the game has failed to appear in any way, shape, or form in the last two years since its recent teaser causing many Shin Megami Tensei fan base to speculate and joke over the game's possible cancellation, internal development struggles, or possible appearances in future trade shows of Nintendo Direct presentations, they asked Atlas to customer support, and they received this response. So we'll click on it, and we'll see exactly what they said. It's it's, uh, loading in Reddit right now. And it says, the game is still being worked on. Any rumors about Shin Megami Tensei 5 being canceled are made up. And that comes from a cur- customer service rep from uh, from Atlas named Rob Stone, which sounds like a made-up name, but I'm sure it's real. Uh, so there you go. It's still in development. I am probably going to pick up this one when it comes out. I've heard extremely good things about it. I'm curious if there's anybody out there who's played Shin- the Shin Megami Tensei games you know, if you listen to the show for long enough, you probably know the kind of games that I dig. Is this something that I would be interested in? I would love to hear what you guys think. So, anyway, uh let's let's uh let's jump into the outro and I'll tell you all about all of the things that you need to know. Uh first off, 143 pixels is live. We've got two episodes out now. There's new episodes every Tuesday for the next 10 weeks. I really hope you will check it out. The um, response from people has been fantastic. Everybody who's been listening has been telling me really, really good things about it. Thank you very much, everyone who listened. Um, You know, My other show about Google Stadia has been doing very, very well. I want you to check that out as well if you are interested. We just interviewed... John Justice. He is the uh, VP. Uh, he's a vice president at Google and the head of product for Go- for Stadia itself. Uh, interviewed him last night and got some brand new information that you can check out uh, either on our YouTube channel, youtube.com StadiaCast, or you can just listen to it on the podcast very soon. Uh, if you want to become a part of the community, there are uh hundreds of people on our discord head on over to runjump stomp.com/discord you can also watch the show live at twitch.tv/runjump stomp uh and of course you can get a hold of me in all the ways that I've talked about a million times this show is part of the giant size team up network for more information head on over to gstu.net and check out our other shows by the way one of the other shows on the network um botched podcast it's a dnd podcast it's filthy it's hilarious uh but they got kevin smith to do the intro to their show which is incredible so congratulations to them make sure that you check out those shows again gstu.net And if you want to support the show, you guys know what to do. RunJumpStomp.com slash thank you. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Uh, You're awesome. Bye-bye.